Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the Outside Xbox and Docs Venture and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept and it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store all of the Arcs of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever, but it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right. It's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old Hello Stream stuff, the t-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a Lasagna My Dudes t-shirt with a pizza firing guns on it, now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurers Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now. So head on over to store.outsidexbox.com, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale, and you too could get yourself some incredible savings. Uh, So check it out. Thanks for listening. Right, back to the podcast. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love Critical Role and movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sasai Star News. I pull up the the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. (laughs) Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons and then talk about them. I'm Jane. I play Prudence, who's our tiefling warlock. And I'm Mike, and I play Sir Not Appearing in this episode, a.k.a. Egbert the Dragonborn Paladin. Hello. Yeah. Hi, thanks for joining us, Mike. You're here to give us your special perspective. Yeah, my deep behind-the-scenes knowledge of this episode, for which I was not a part. But I've watched it. I've watched it. You've still got an opinion. I've got still got a perspective. Still got views. Yes, this episode is episode three of the well, recently just completed Mm, season, Oxventure Extinction. Uh, finale available now at youtube.com slash oxventure if you want to catch the entire season you can binge the whole thing in video form mm. over there on youtube but today we're listening to episode three named centaur of attention yep. featuring very special guest Sharmini bundle yes she was brilliant i let me just that's my first opinion number one i thought Sharmini was excellent did very, you ever get good. to meet Charmy? No. Have you met? Her no. Yet? Oh, we okay, have not met. you haven't crossed paths we have not met. because um, Mike was away on mm. manoeuvres or whatever it was. Yeah, and, I can't even remember uh, what I was doing. <laughs> something um, worthwhile, evidently. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we had Charmy in for a couple of episodes, starting uh, with this one. Playing Marjorie Clipfangler, which is Clip an excellent Fangler. name. Uh, excellent name for a posh centaur. Yes, exactly. Very evocative yeah. of posh centaur. I yeah. um. She gave me Barnaby vibes. I think Barnaby Ooh. and Marjorie would get on. Well, actually, I think Marjorie's 
clearly quite a fan of animals, and I think Barnaby probably doesn't care about animals at all. Uh, probably Does cares he about not? them not even, even less in that than posh he, person way. Even less than he cares about people, probably. Wow. Um, but, um, not, not like where dogs are nice and horses oh, yeah. are nice. That no, kind I, of I think he has aristocratic a, dis- a disdain for anyone who isn't him. So, oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, Marjorie was a brilliant. He sounds character. like a real <laughs> asshole when you. Just I mean, he is a real him. asshole. Like that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's so. An uh, asshole who's disproportionately liked by people. I think that's Barnaby. Yeah. That's Barnaby all yeah. over. Marjorie, not an a- not an asshole. No, very um, much not. Yes, um, but interesting to have a uh, cent. She is the centaur of the of the of the kind title. of like a posh boarding school mm. teacher matron. Yes, who is also yeah, yeah. a conservationist, animal lover. Yep. Yeah, has sort of ancestral powers, which are very cool. Yes, yeah. No spoilers, but they're, no spoilers. They're pretty, Sorry, they're pretty yes. sweet. Consider it a teaser, um, not a spoiler. Mm. But yeah, we're going to be listening to that in just a minute. Um, Mike, how are you? It's been a I'm while. I'm good. I'm good. We've we've had a busy old couple of weeks in the UK with sort of bank holidays and things like that. So yeah, cramming a lot in. But um, bank holidays are just days where we don't go to work. Yeah. for reasons that are yeah. mysterious even to us. No, uh, the first of May is May Day. That yes. makes sense. And then this upcoming bank holiday next Monday at time of recording. Because there's uh, a king happening. Is because there's a king happening this in- Saturday. <laughs> the king's being made. This this Saturday, yeah. and so in we the get real Monday life off. fantasy world that is Great Britain, <laughs> yeah. we're making a king, and we all swear yeah. fealty to him. And yeah. no, no, actually, what and happens we'll, is we we'll all sit around Monday to sense. recover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly, from the psychic shock of a new king. Um, yeah, we've been invited to. Um, uh, let me tell you about the real country. <laughs> the real country. We we've been invited to to pledge allegiance, swear allegiance, whatever yeah. it is. Invited, not you're not. You're not yeah, being, not um, persuade, not in, encouraged or well, persuaded encouraged, or, or invited, mandatory. You know, but I mean that's progress, isn't it? That I suppose, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? Like in America, they pledge allegiance to a flag, and that's not. Oh, even that the person. is true. So that is true. I flag doesn't about care it if you pledge yeah. allegiance to it or not. Whereas the king maybe has an opinion. Oh, I don't things. think I don't think Charles cares whether I'm going to be sitting in front of my TV pledging, <laughs> pledging my allegiance to his heirs. So, oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah. All right. Well, okay. But, well, uh, the you know a lot of a lot of the British press don't pledge allegiance to one of the heirs, do they? So there's a lot oh. going on. There's a lot going that's on with a, the royals. It's a that's it's a, a point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't a, say yeah. It doesn't say selected heirs. It says heirs. Mm. As far as I'm as far as I'm aware. Anyway, Ro- royals wise, it's been a busy couple of years. Let's just put it's it that been way. A busy time. <laughs> yeah. To um, have a British royal family. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, we've been busy with not being royal. Yep. I've also been busy. I watched a Dungeons and Dragons movie, but not the one that everyone else is watching because yeah. I'm a Dungeons and Dragons hipster. No, Somehow well, uh, Mike's avoided the <laughs> smash hit, very popular. Yeah. And, and very good. Well-received, yeah, critically yeah. well-received film. Movie. No, instead I watched... have you watched instead? I watched Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God, which... Wow, what is? I didn't realise existed until I was searching on... Uh, the online Google TV store, right, um, on my phone. And I was looking to see when Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves was out as a home rental viewing thing or purchase viewing thing, right? It's not yet in the UK. It is in America, as I understand it, as of this week. So if you haven't seen it and you live in America, you can you can catch that. But like, one of like, the things that caught my eye was, and yeah. I didn't realise this, there was a direct-to-video sequel to the original two, year 2000 Dungeons & Dragons Jeremy Irons film. Right, which you, I, I dare to say, I, I dare to guess that like a lot of people listening to this podcast may not have even seen. What? Because that Come itself, on, it's required that itself, reading. 
No, that itself is a bit of a stinker. And, it is, um, yeah, it's a massive stinker, but all the more reason to watch it, right? But also, it's it's old as heck. It's, oh, yeah. It's 23 years old. There'll yeah. be people who have not seen nor heard of the Jeremy Irons cult classic. I don't even think you, you like. can buy that on Google TV, but you can definitely buy this one. And okay, all right. This came anyway, out. In, this was the sequel. This came out in 2005, totally standalone, no Jeremy Irons, no, oh. uh, no like returning characters as far as I could remember at all. So, in um, what way is it a sequel? Well, I just it's, it, it, I don't know. It's, stand, it's a standalone sequel. <laughs> it's just a D and D movie. Okay. It's just a D and D movie. Yeah, and there's another one. There's a third one which I haven't been able to track down yet. But, um, okay. but yeah, it's a joint UK and um, Lithuanian production. So I think a lot of it was uh-huh. filmed in Lithuania. There's a big castle which I can uh-huh. only assume was like in Lithuania, maybe. But um, okay. it's got it's got all the all the things you love, Jane. Tell it's me. got bad acting. It's got awful CGI, like real awful, like early two thousands. CGI. There's a big dragon at the end, and it looks okay. dreadful. Um, okay, so it's got a dragon. Uh, it's got like a really awful rogue character, like a really annoying roguey, thiefy type character who's really frustratingly bad. And it's got a scenery chewing bad guy, which is what we all okay. want. That's okay. the continuity. That's the continuity between the last film and this one. Is that the uniting factor? Bad, bad is... guys chewing scenery. Um, okay, all right. It was dreadful. Don't watch it. I mean, don't. Oh. Don't make the mistake I did. It was bad. Okay. Um, you paid real money to see that film. Yeah, I paid actual, the, my actual money for 105 minutes of rubbish. Uh, its budget was $12 million. Its box mm. office was $1.7 million. So oh, boo. Critical flop, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, it was bad. But I didn't know it existed. So that was my treat to myself. To go from week. not knowing it exists to having watched and regretted watching it is uh, quite the journey. And watched and regretted. An emotional yeah. journey. Yeah, it's been, been a real roller coaster. Yeah. Um, but yes. Okay. Uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, not not a great deal other than that. Uh, yeah, it's just been a busy, busy week making videos, yeah, organising things. Redfall. That yeah, was an interesting was contrast to um, Dead Island 2, which we streamed mm. the week prior. So Of the yeah. two, I, um, I definitely preferred... Um, I definitely preferred Dead Island 2. I thought it was better um, yeah. of the two movies. But, um, yeah. I'm a bit gutted because... Yeah, it's a shame, like isn't vampires. it? I, I think Ar- zombies are a little bit played out. And yet, here we yeah, are. Yeah, Arcane are, are, have a, typically a pretty good record. I think most of their really good stuff has come out of the French office, Lyon, right? They've got, a, they've got an office in Lyon. And this was Texas, I think, right? So um, maybe there's, you know... A, a skill gap there or whatever but it was i think technically very disappointing and actually a lot of the design doesn't work that well either a lot of trooping around the open world is kind of dull there's not a lot in between your actual sort of mission locations and while it's got a bit of that immersive sim like you can go in through the window or you can go in through the front door like it it really doesn't deliver that well on that stuff it's a shallower version of that arcane immersive yeah. sim experience Whereas yeah Dead island 2 is a um a really pleasant surprise, I think. I wasn't expecting the level of detail in that world. I know it was sort of segmented into separate bits, but like it felt really lavishly sort of decorated and detailed and like tonally it was very LA and you know, I, I just was I was actually pleasantly surprised by Dead Island Two and it was uh, unpleasantly surprised by Red Flag, no. I would say. No. Okay. So. All right. Well Well, what have I been up to? Um 
even less, I think. Oh, I, I stayed at a, a fancy hotel in London last yes, weekend. which had a bathtub nice. on the balcony. It had a bathtub on the balcony, which, which was... decadence in the extreme, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was mostly bathing uh, on the balcony <laughs> all weekend. Yeah. Spent all weekend doing that. Ordering room service to my bathtub, yeah. What better in life than ordering service to your bathtub on your balcony it was something we were discussing wasn't it as well about you know like we all live in london which is an exciting vibrant tourist city uh and quite often we don't really take advantage of that in the same way as we would if we were tourists right that is true um, that's true i went to the british library i mooched around um uh, king's cross and the sort of uh market uh, cold drops yard Mm. sort of um area behind that it was nice yeah i ate some good food saw some good things i'm a firm believer in like occasionally treating your home city like a as as a tourist right and so particularly in london you know having a weekend where you're staying in the center and everything's walking distance and you can just hang around with no real agenda just sort of you know sightsee and eat good food and things is is great fun i've done it a couple of times now i've stayed in i've stayed in the standard uh in king's cross but also i got an airbnb in notting hill um last year in september and just mooched around like a like a wealthy Notting Hill um, loafer, basically. Ah, right. Ate that rich food. person life. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, if there's not much to be said elsewise about what we've been doing, then mm. let's just listen to this episode of D and D. Yes, let's do that. So you're all standing outside of the centre. You've just basically watched the speck of a pterodactyl sort of just making off with one of your friends and dearest companions, just sort of like, just just drifting away. I've got a feeling he's going to be okay. He's going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I look closely to see if he's fine. Uh, Romeo, wisdom perception check. <laughs> I mentally catalogue all of Edward's possessions that I'm going to have now. That's fine. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. He'll be I think he's going to be fine. just fine. Oh, good. You know what? We'll say he dropped his mace. You've got Egbert's mace. Cool. For now. Just tuck oh, that sweet. into my bell loop. Yep. The one that randomly transformographies. Yeah. Uh, give Dob a tap. <laughs> Roll a d6. Four. Okay, he does not turn into something else. Oh, all right. But does he take bludgeoning damage? Uh, it was a tap. It was a tap. tap. So, yes, three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... As you sort of all stand around, um, maybe slightly disappointed or maybe relieved that Dob hasn't been turned into an unknown creature, um, you start to hear a sound just off in the distance. Um, it is sort of... But how do your hooves go, would you say? Is it just sort of a merry clip-clop or is it a... Clippity-cloppity. Right. Yes, a very brisk clippity-cloppity and maybe some wheels trundling as well. Yeah, you, yeah, you sort of like the, like the grind of some cartwheels. As uh, sort of rounding a corner and coming into view... Well, comes. Well, you see um, a very smart-looking centaur um, <laughs> wearing a, a riding helmet, um, sort of like bay-brown colour, um, pulling a large box on wheels, out of which some interesting noises are coming. Johnny will explain in a second. Um, and, yeah, she's sort of, I'd say, 60s-ish, just sort of like... Looking around and just sort of, yeah, briskly pulling pulling this cart along. Is Suzette still with us? Is she sort of nearby? Uh, yes. Can I shoot her a questioning look as if to be like, do you know this centaur? <laughs> Hi! Denise! Where's Denise? 
I am Denise. <laughs> Denise, what happened? I got tapped with a magic mace. All right, uh, coffee, please. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yep. I'll get on that straight away. I start making coffee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Are there muddy puddles around? Yes. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. There's a muddy puddle there with sort of like a a, a big sort of footprint in it. Oh, great. Okay, well, I'm going to ignore the ominous footprints <laughs> yeah. and start, yeah, just, oh, great, start scooping, okay. start pressing cupped hands. Yeah. Got to keep an eye on that footprint for later in case there's any <laughs> ripple. You're not supposed to taste it before you give it to someone else. <laughs> You're not supposed to drink their coffee. Uh, you I'm know what, who am I to tell you? done. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> inspiration okay. for that. I cast prestidigitation to make it taste like coffee and also very hot. Okay. Drink up. Ah! No, there's no cup. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god, Doc. Denise? Denise, this is not your finest work. <laughs> I, I prefer it when there's a cup, but, but um, my hands are burning. <laughs> Apart from that, it's quite good. Is that, a, is that a compliment? It's like, wow, my hands are burning, this coffee's so good. <laughs> it's not, it's not, Denise, where's Hammy? Where's who? Hammy! Oh! That sounds like Hammer Door. He went into a, a ominous room. A big secret yeah. door that said restricted you, secret door on it. Uh, you all, uh, new, new employees, do you work here or? We're part of guests. Contractors. Yeah. Part contractor guests. <laughs> <laughs> contractor guests. Guest contractors. Special guests. Excellent. Um, I, 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 I don't know if Denise mentioned I'm Marjorie Clitfangle. Lovely. Love to meet you of the, of the Clitfangles. I'm Hello. sure you've... Do you work right here? No! <laughs> Gosh, no, no. Hammy and I are old chums. Okay. Um, I just, just come to. Well, uh, if if Hammy's not around, um, I wanted to check out the place. I know he's been, uh, you know, building all sorts of exciting things here, and uh, I'm sure it's all very uh, safe um, and a, a wonderful environment for the creatures. But yeah, I. It's all nice and legal. Don't you worry. I cast my mind back <laughs> across Dob's many terrible injuries he sustained last time, and I think. Yeah. Healed up now. Look out for Egbert. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save. Yeah. It's fine. Um, good. good. Denise good. Injury. emerges from the visitor centre holding a cup of coffee and goes, Thought I heard squawking. And just kind of walks over and hands you a cup of coffee. An intruder! That imposter pretending to be wait a second. Get her! <laughs> which one is the real Denise? I don't know which one to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I switch me and Denise back and forth. <laughs> holding my crossbow. I run in circles around Denise and come. Wait, wait, I know how to fix this, Denise. May I try some of that coffee? Instead of cup, did you see that? Yeah, not hot enough, did probably. Did you see? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, just like Denise always makes it. It's bad, just like Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you bring any coffee for anyone else, Denise? It's pretty rude. Coming up, <laughs> Denise <laughs> sort of turns and walks uh, back into the so visitor centre. the stuff these days. With a real slump to her shoulders, just like, I can't believe this is my job. Yeah. Oh. Well, it is Denise. Well, it isn't her job, that's the okay. thing. It's, it's not <laughs> in her room. As far as I know, Denise, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Come work in the fantastical dinosaur preserve, they said. <laughs> um, Suzette kind of goes, um, well, I'm sure um, Denise will, will probably notify uh, Professor Hammerdahl that, that, that you're here. Um, he is at the minute in his um, uh, private laboratory, shall we say, uh, to which not even I have access. So um, what, what brings you here? I, I can't help but noticing you're attached to a, a snarling 
box of some kind. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna go over, uh, detach from the from the cart, go over, <laughs> sort of knock on the edge of on the outside of the box. It kind of like <laughs> like jumps and sort of rattles like blah 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 blah, blah yeah, and then you stills. Okay? Hello, hey, it's everybody. Mm. Yes, we find you a new home, aren't we? Yes, we are. You're <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Oh, dear, we will. Yeah, this is Terrence. <clears throat> Terrence? Yes. You don't know what it is yet. <laughs> I just like Doesn't animals matter. with people names. <laughs> um, you can get a bit closer if you'd like to, Marilyn. Yeah, get yeah, closer, Marilyn. Like okay, you sort of get a bit closer and you hear like a... Like a real snuffling yeah. to the point where kind of like the, the walls of this crate are quite thin wood. They're quite flimsy. Yeah. Um, uh, to the point where one of them is kind of like bowing in and out a little bit with this kind of <laughs> and then there's sort of a great thump um, and kind of dramatically all of the sides to this crate fall away <laughs> don't worry there's a metal cage inside with bars and there's some straw and inside um, is uh... do any of you know what a tarasque is? oh yeah they're bad news right? <laughs> no this one's just a baby we all know but I mean Probably, uh, just describe it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it is kind of quadrupedal, but it kind of like is reared up on its on its uh, hind legs. It's got sort of quite long arms. If you imagine like a T Rex with with actual arms that could do things, uh, but has sort of like two horns here, and then across its back, it's kind of got like almost like a carapace, but it's studded with spikes. It's got a serrated tail wow. uh, and a mouth just just full, just full of really razor sharp like. Dang. Dagger-like teeth. Hmm? Spell that for me. T-A-R-R-A-S-Q-U-E. Ah. Tarask. Not how I expected. Mmm. Whoa, okay. But it's a baby one. Oh. So it's got oh. like... It's like a Godzilla. There we go. It's, oh. Yes, Joey, well, it's your cutie pie. Thank <laughs> you, cutie pie. I'm going like, to take out a little chicken leg. And... <laughs> just, like, yes. Snatches it out of the air and just like... <laughs> and then sort of does a little roar. Time to get this magnificent beast into the wild. Well, now. <laughs> you say fiddling with the lumps. <laughs> <laughs> Denise comes out with a, a silver tray of coffee, just looking dead behind the eyes. Yeah, sometime today, Denise. Thanks. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Are you taking coffee, though? Do you take, do you take, like, do you so take coffee off the tray? I'm so sorry. No. Okay. Merowen's more of a tea person, but sweet. sweet. Do you have Denise tea? didn't can't even get the yeah, order right, Denise. Merowen's more of a tea person. Denise. I like making it myself. And some little biscuits I have a very while particular you're way. Denise, <laughs> there are there are like twin like triggers on the, the, the handles of this tray and she goes and some fold down legs just go <laughs> She places it down. And just kind of slumps off again. Yeah. Don't get me tea. She's like seven foot something. Oh, she's getting your tea. No. She's also been informed to get little biscuits. Oh. So yeah, she's just those kind of... sticks with crystallized sugar on them. Yeah. <laughs> you just hit you. Well, like a, a big thumbs up. Well, I don't want any. I just wanted to, to know if you have them. Okay, well, she's she's inside. Um, as she sort of goes in, you hear a voice go, hurry up, Denise! And then emerging uh, from the gates... Uh, bustling along on this sort of little cane um, uh, comes uh, Professor Hammerdahl. You, I mean, you've not known him long, but you did not know he could move like this. There is a spring in his step. Oh. He is 
Okay. He is positively hustling to get out of this <laughs> this building, and he stands on the the top of the steps, grabs his cane, and goes, "Fandango!" Oh, he sort of starts to like hobble his way down and like just <laughs> like up. catch me, kind of like <laughs> throws himself at you. She's quite muscular. Oh, it's good to see you. Oh goodness. Oh, finally, some capable people around this place. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, right. Oh, oh yeah, your present dude. company accepted, of course. I'm capable I mean, of booting you in the crotch, mate. Oh. He just gestures at the silver service. Like, I, I assure you, no crotch kicking will be well, required we'll today. Find, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Why Why have you got a Tarrasque here? They're, they're not extinct. <gasps> We've got a Tarrasque. <gasps> Oh, right, look, Hammy, like, ruin the surprise. I, oh. Now, don't you get too excited because. What I. Terence, I am very insistent that Terence is going to go to the best possible home. Yes, 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 of course. I, yes. I'm going to need to inspect this whole facility very thoroughly before I let my little Terry Wowie loosen, loosen such a place. So I, I, I expect the highest of standards. Flipfangler, Fandango, Fanny Wanny, come Hammy. on. Yet you know I'm going to take care of it, of course. I forgot how much of a stickler you are when you've got a new specimen in the works. Fine. If you want a tour, a tour you shall have. Is anyone else sensing something between you two? <laughs> Better not be. I'm trying to black widow him for his money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> another show, uh, Inspiration. Um, yes. Well, um, anyway, uh, yes. Uh, Yes, uh, of course. I'd be more than happy to show you the facilities, and then, uh, well, I imagine uh, you'll probably want to uh, accompany the little mite into the into the wilderness and uh, see where he uh, chooses to settle. Um, he was so ickle when he came to me. <sighs> Apparently, the people, the people who gave him, they uh, they were told he was a teacup to ask. <laughs> <laughs> that so. old chestnut. Yeah. Get too big and you flush them down the toilet. <laughs> yes. Oh, don't even get me started on sewer tarasks. <laughs> Entire cities have been has have been raised to the ground because people just won't stop flushing tarasks. It. It's irresponsible. It is. Tell me about it. But uh, well, I'm so glad you came. Come up through the toilet. We're we're still having a few frightful teething issues. I'm sorry. I'm being rude. I should fill you in, Denise. Oh, here, here she comes with the tea now. The tea, Denise! Anyway, um, we were having some sort of, uh, some difficulties, some unfortunate tussling with some of our more aggressive species. You see, in any environment like this, you introduce a lot of rare and endangered species, and they haven't really settled in. They need to find their sort of stomping ground, and, well, it's taken them rather a long time to do it. But the thing is, you introduce a Tarasque, even a baby one, and it gets them thinking about where they want to live and how permanently they want to be there. So the thought is, um, well, I, I got in touch with my old friend Marjorie here and I said, can you find me a Tarrasque? And she said, probably, Hammy. And I said, wonderful, darling. And she said, I'll be right on it, dear. And then uh, the idea is we'll introduce him into the wild um, and then pretty soon there'll be a pecking order established and all of those troublesome creatures who are invading each other's territory and blah, blah, blah will stop it. And then we'll know where everyone lives and, uh, well, well, we'll sort it from there. Speaking of speaking of, uh, of territory and creatures, um, uh, D Denise did inform me on my way out. Um, 
And now I, now I think of it, you are missing one of your number. Is it true that somebody absconded, well, I say somebody, a pterodactyl absconded with your dragonborn? Yes. Yeah, yeah that is true. So we will be requiring some sort of financial compensation oh. for the loss of our party member. Are you sure? Yes, he was beloved to us. He well, we loved him, really. Well, you don't, he's only just been, just been snatched. For all yeah. you know, he could be back in, well, 90 minutes... Sort of three hours time? No, he was torn, torn to shreds. <laughs> oh. oh, heavens. Well, uh... His mace is all that remains. Seal game oh. and is in bits. As you can see. Nearly. Oh, the seal died Not too? <laughs> oh. oh, yes, there is a very sad seal on the floor. Just go... Ah! Boof! Oh. Boof! Oh. Do you have treats on you? <laughs> Meat treats, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, then he's found you. He's going like, yeah, while sort of okay, like weaving okay. his way between your legs, just like rubbing up against give your him, ankles. Give him a chicken leg. Do you want a free seal? It's free. Bug. I think Hammy, Hammy will, uh, will be best placed to, to find her own uh, yes, chappy. We can rehome the little fellow. Not I'm too sure. near Terrence. Just oh, a no, suggestion. I wouldn't dream of. No. Opposite sides. Yes. Yes, of course. No, we'll we'll, we'll look into that. The thing is, you've got a you've got a tarasque, but yes. the deadliest animal of all is man, I say. <laughs> Have you thought of that? Yes. That's why so many species here are, are endangered. Yeah. So what's your point, Corazon? Maybe we introduce I'm not sure. I, I, <laughs> we introduce man to the wilds. We're not trying to kill all of these creatures. No, we're trying to preserve them. Right, yes. From man. Yes. Yeah. Presumably the Trask is not deadly enough to actually kill and eat everything. Not, not yet! <laughs> yeah, not Hamadar, two yeah. questions. One, on. do you have any concerns that you are trying to impose an undue amount of order on the natural chaos of the the, the natural world? No. <laughs> two, <laughs> I believe we were expecting an update on the Brachiosaurus situation. Ah, yes. How is it coming along? Uh, well, you, went, you disappeared into the... That Presumably room. the Brachiosaurus making room. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, there, there's all sorts that uh, goes on in, uh, in, uh, in uh, behind that door. But important research, very boring research. You, you understand? Uh, not really of interest uh, to anyone at all. But yes, we do have the bones of a Brachiosaurus, and I have I have ordered Denise Denise to bring them up from storage. Okay. So yes, if you want your Brachiosaur, we'll we'll have uh, we'll have Astatine. Just summon it up for you um, ASAP. Yes, please. Great. Yes. All right, well, that's... not sure how I can be more clear on this point. <laughs> okay, all right, well, that's good. You know, it is going to take a, I hold a up while. a sketchbook that has designs for a saddle. I see. <laughs> Preliminary sketches. Okay. It's basically a circle. I will sit on the circle. <laughs> the circle will go on the brachiosaur. I could right. probably, probably help you with some improvements on that, but it's going to be great. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay, well... It, it will take some time to, you know, put all the bones in the right order, and then, of course, we've got to coat the inside with blood. It's a big dinosaur, you realise. So it's... Skull, well, skull here, tail here. It's easy. Just guess the middle bit. The middle bit doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as the skull and the tail are in the right place, the middle can just be a jumble. With all due respect, my handsome friend, this is science, not jazz. Okay, jazz is a science, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, the science of music. All I'm saying. I play some scientific jazz. <laughs> okay. It's as long as it is accurate. Yeah. Roll, roll me. <laughs> Charisma performance, please. There we go. Every, see, everybody's grooving. Well, that's a five. <laughs> Plus, um, well, no, that's a nine total. Um, 
Oh, you've invented Bossa Nova. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Yeah, everyone's enjoying it. Uh, what I'm trying to tell you is, it's going to take us a while to, to, to have this thing ready. It'll be ready today, probably, but in the meantime, you've got a little time. So yeah. if perhaps uh, you, because obviously I'm frightfully busy and Denise is, is incompetent, mm-hmm. um, perhaps you could accompany uh, uh, Marjorie uh, on, on the quest to find a suitable home for uh, Terry. Let's do it. Do you have anywhere in mind for us to start? No. Um, well, I thought perhaps if you just sort of went into... into the woods. Hmm? Wander blindly into the woods. Yes, that's that's the idea. Well, it should be up to Terry. We should we should show Terry a few different spots. It should be exactly. Tarrasque-led. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I was sort of thinking if you let if you just took him into the middle somewhere and then released him, uh, he'll find his way out of the splendid little little cage you've you've got him in, and then um, and then uh, bingo bango. Uh, he's got a territory, and uh, the uh, you know order should come to the island. Yeah, cool. Which way it. to the middle? Um, south. It's south. Um, so there's sort of, if you imagine the island sort of being kind of like um, like an upside down teardrop almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like on the northern side, which mm-hmm. is where sort of the compound is, and then there's just like island mm-hmm. to the south with lots of different biomes. It's a, it, this is a rare marvel of an island. There are like <laughs> there's mountainous regions, there's sort of jungly regions, there's snowy regions. <laughs> uh, you know, suitable for all sorts of different creatures. Well, let's get out of this hub world and into one of these <laughs> biomes. <laughs> is there a similar level? <laughs> yeah. It's full of sewers, right? Te- We're not flushing the Tarrasque. <laughs> We're not. All right, let's um, let's go south then. All right. Oh, uh, one last thing. Denise has prepared a picnic for you. Denise! Denise is standing there. It's like, I've... <clears throat> Denise has like a nice big picnic camper. So what's uh, what's your plan for taking down this Tarrasque if it goes rogue? Terence is not going to go rogue. Terence is going to follow Terence's natural instincts. It's all it's all part of nature, but I do have okay. this ah, right, good. just to give a little 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 little, uh, little tap just in case. That's more for, for your protection I'd just like than to his. Look at this Tarrasque. How terrifying does it look? You know how sometimes you see a child gadding about with like a bunch of other children. You're like, when you grow up, you're going to be a real piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> that, but it's a creature. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> you look at it and you're like, you are going to just be the scourge of a lot of people's, a lot of creatures' existence someday. Right, right, right. Okay. Huh. There is just a real sense of innate danger coming from this. Okay. Prune, it's rad. <laughs> <laughs> I like how spiky it is. It's yeah. It's just kind of there, just like. <laughs> just, just drooling, just and sort of looking around, just like with, with another piece of meat. <laughs> it's just looking around with unbridled malice. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yes. I'm keen to not be around this thing any longer than we have to. So let's. Yeah. Let's go. Marjorie, we're at your beck and call. Yeah. To, you know, lead, right. on, lead uh, the way to the center. We go magnetic south. All right. <laughs> sure. Um. Well, as you go. Um. Uh, you pass like a lot of um, a lot of uh, sort of different buildings with which you're becoming sort of uh, familiar. There are sort of um, you know like food store places, and then um, there is a there's the um, the sort of uh, holding area where um, Dob ill-advisedly jumped into a pen with a uh, a rabid mm. triceratops. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, got impaled. P.S. But it is fine now. 
eight hours sleep will fix a lot of things, it turns out. Um, so not that ill-advisedly, actually, really, when you think about it. <laughs> okay, well... And the Triceratops was, remind me, Rabbit. on no. fire. Yes. But okay now? Mm. Mm, you don't know. Died off screen. Okay. <laughs> it's as okay as England. So this is a yeah. safe place for the animals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Well, what, yeah. They're well looked after. Hamadol was telling us about this issue that they're having with rabies bring, being quite prevalent in species that are, are brought back. But, but, is mm. you know, so, well, that's the bad news. Here's the good news. Yeah. We're working on it. We may have found a cure. It was in my blood. Yeah. Yeah. A lot uh, of his blood came out. Well, my blood came out. And, yeah. And, and so, so basically, the boffins back at base uh, have been, you know, we successfully brought back a non-rabid giraffe reconstructed from a skeleton. Oh, so how which lovely. Pretty cool. So oh. I think problem solved, essentially. Yeah. I can see, I can see you lot are rather an asset to, to old Hammy. It's lovely that he's got you around. Yeah. yeah. Fortunate to have us along. Competent bunch. Yeah. yeah. Scientific geniuses, possibly. I would say so. What kind of environment are we in now? It's starting to get more and more sort of like jungle-esque. Oh, okay. uh, whereas before there was sort of a trail. You're getting to you're getting to that kind of um, that kind of level of jungle where you know you're just entering a scene, or you know you're just you're just having a conversation and you're having to sort of hack bits of cool. it away. Cool. Is the Jurassic responding to this environment? Um, there's a lot of sniffing, but mostly it's just complaining because the ground's not very even, so the wheels of the cart are just like... Blah, blah, blah. It's kind of just like... Blah, 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 blah. Well, m- much as I think we should let, ultimately, Terry choose right. where Terry wants to live, Go on. and it should be, as Corazon was saying, a Tarasque-led experience, an educational philosophy that I'm calling Montesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wonder if... <laughs> Roll a d6. Uh-huh. <laughs> Six. <laughs> well, let's find out what Dob is now. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's see now. Uh, you're so much, much better at using that than Egbert. It took him a while. Well, the, the trick is us. to remember that it can do that. Yeah. Or just use it. You are now... A T Rex. Oh no, Dob, you're a kobold now. <gasps> Yay! Yay! <laughs> what a treat! <laughs> you can speak. You can still. I'm looking up. <laughs> you can still speak common. Oh, why are you all looking down at me like that? <laughs> you weren't lying about the, the shape shifting thing. You were only lying about being Denise. That's right. I can be Denise can and a kobold. A kobold. Oh. That's yeah. Those are my yeah and half orc. Those are my. Forms, thinking about Fun. taking his candle. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the candle won't be taken. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All um, right, continue oh, yeah, what you... you were saying about uh, <laughs> Tarasque-led learning. Montessori, yes. Yeah, I've completely forgotten my point. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say, well, maybe, like, are you able to take me seriously? <laughs> are you able to take me more seriously? What's that little couple? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's people. What I was saying. Have we got a canonical kobold sort of... That, that now. That, 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 I looked up in D&D Beyond and that. Yeah, it's that. There's a little voice clip. When I was silent, I thought maybe we should do some research about Tyrants. We, we must know something about Tyrants. We must know the kind of Tyrant and their prey that they're generally eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I'm saying is maybe there's not to be completely guesswork. <laughs> Well, you seem to know an awful lot about I do! I 100% know 
all the answers to the things that you just... Great. <laughs> yep, don't worry. Of course... All of those things I know, because I have a lot of books in my manor house, which I read to pleasure. Sounds like you're pretending to have a manor house. <laughs> it does. It does sound a bit like that. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, Marjorie, you've you've spent a lot of time in the field, so you know that a Tarask's general MO is eat first, ask questions later. Um, a full-grown Tarask, um, basically, uh, it, it, it has an action called swallow, which basically is like, if it succeeds in a bite attack, it'll just eat it. Like, it's a proper just, like, mouth comes down, thing is gone. Thing is still alive in stomach. Like, it, it really is a just, like, it'll swallow your whole and... and and you can sort out the dying bit, basically. So it's, it's got a voracious appetite, um, and uh, it's, uh, it's terrifying. So um, the problem with being enormous and terrifying is that things tend to run away from you, so it's not really picky about what it eats. It's basically whatever it can get its, its teeth around. Um, so really, it shouldn't matter over much. It's, it is solely based on, on uh, Terry's sort of just preferences. Terry can get a little bit peckish, I would say. So what what we really want is a is a, a sort of you know supermarket esque, mm. old supermarket esque, rich in prey. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Can I can I look around at the jungle first for signs of life? Yeah. Do you want to make me an intelligence nature check? Yeah, that was a three. <laughs> um. <laughs> this place couldn't be more perfect. It's time to let him out, and uh, he he will, I'm sure, settle in right now. This does look quite good. I'll just, I'll just, let's give it a try, and I'll open the cage. Whoa. <laughs> Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, do I have like attack? What attacks do I have? Do I have? <laughs> literally just WhatsApp to you. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, it's not a new character sheet. It's just a thing. <laughs> Let's say to all intents and purposes, you are Dub, except for you've now got Draconic Cry. Okay. Which Whoa. gives um. Advantage on attack rolls uh, against enemies that can hear you within a 10-foot radius Radius when you have a little scream. Right. And you can use it five times per long rest, which is nice. That's great. You're welcome. Yeah. For now, I just give Merylwen a sidelong glance, which I think my eyes are on the sides of my head. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So you have to kind of rotate your head to... Yeah. Yeah, you've got real binocular vision. It's good. Anyway, um, uh, so you've, you've opened the cage... Uh, Terry kind of like takes a minute, stands on the precipice, and he's like, oh, "Don't be scared. It's okay." And it has a really good look at the cobalt. Drool just starts like, "Terry, no, 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 not the cobalt, Terry." It kind of looks at you. It's like. Then why am I out of this cage? No, 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 Terry, Terry, Terry. What's up? What's over there? Give <gasps> me some, give me some delicious food. Delicious, not the cobalt. <laughs> sort of swinging its head, sort of steps out. Can sort of you like... see? Yes, you do some sniffing. Oh, yes. Oh, it's I gonna sort of so much. Um, sort of pads around a little bit and then kind of goes... <laughs> and looks at a particular tree <gasps> and kind of goes over and starts like... <laughs> 
properly like fa 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 like really sniffing it up and down. Um, and uh, eh, let me a wisdom perception check. Anyone who is, is you know particularly interested. Crit, crit, crit. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Twenty-three. Ooh. Four. Okie dokie. Fifteen. Fifteen. It's a one, so don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh. Mine's technically twenty-eight. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Um, this this oh, tree shall see. make a fine home for the Tarask. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. All right, let's go. Who's for lunch? Um, <laughs> I think I'm for lunch. <laughs> uh, and then Marjorie and Dob, you notice that there are um, some deep kind of gouges on this tree. Um, and in, a, in one place, the bark has been like rubbed away and the, the trunk of the tree is quite smooth. It seems to be um, this tree is, is frequented by something that uses it as sort of a scratching post and or uh, kind of, a, you know, just a, well, as, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a scratching post, but it's also like a scratching post. Mm. You, you know what I mean. Um, and then uh, pretty much simultaneously, Marilyn and Corazon, you just look at it and go, Cockatrice, <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> we both do that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh Cockatrice, <laughs> gotta be. It's highlighted red in your vision, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. And there's sort of like some faint scent lines going off in one direction, but also in another direction. Oh. Uh, anyway, the Tarask is like, ha, 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 just like glued to the tree, like nose just there, like just taking in that information. Well, have seen this kind of behavior before? <laughs> trees aren't usually, it's not usually hungry for trees. It's usually more sort of meat, small people, you know, that kind of thing. Can I stand behind? <laughs> Can I sort of like stand behind your legs? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> a cockatrice. <clears throat> Excuse me. A cockatrice is you <laughs> pray for a tarasque. Would they eat a, t- a cockatrice? Well, isn't a cockatrice quite big? Um, the yeah, fossil well. record of a cockatrice is very different to the ones that you see typically in a, an adventure. Well, I did mention that this is a, a reserve for uh, endangered species. Ah. So while your your common garden variety cockatrice yes. is very, very small. Yes. The gargantuan cockatrice yes. is far rarer. Okay. It's been, and been, been so extinct I won't, for a long time. I won't feel the need to comment about that. Corazon and Meryl, when you both kind of went, cockatrice, gotta be. But you're both a bit like, but they're normally small. These ones seem to be massive. Uh-oh. Oh. And the trail's going off in two directions. Two different directions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Do you want to make me a little wisdom perception check there, my little... My little perceptive friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. This tree shall make a fine home for the Tarrasque. <laughs> yeah. It'll get on famously with the cockatrices. Yeah, this is. Trissies. Cockatrices. Cockatrices. Is it a car <laughs> No, it's a cockatruck. <laughs> That's bigger than a car. Mm. <sighs> um... You can hear you can hear some stomping sort of off to one side that uh. does appear to be getting a little closer, but it could be anything. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's making fine. me fully re- bounce off. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can. By the way, you can have a swing at Dob again anytime you want. Yeah. How are um, you doing with the kobold? You want to try something else? No. <laughs> All right. I can probably get you back to half orc. All right. Give him a little If I thought you can, I'm run Yeah, I reckon so. If it's just, it's all in the wrist. I say, giving him a little, <laughs> little tap. One d six plus one. 
will increase oh. that modifier by one each time you smash him. Okay. Huh. So 1d6 plus 1 mm-hmm. is... Which, which means it will work on a 5 or a 6 this time. Okay. Oh. Oh. okay. Or to use a wargaming parlance, you're looking for 5 ups. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration on this. Nice. I get it. Yeah, this is a good use. Okay, that's a 3 and a 2. Alright. <laughs> Cobalt, baby! Yeah, good. Good. Um, <laughs> good. Um, well, you, you kind of seem to be like at a little bit of an impasse because uh, Terry is just huffing tree. Okay. Um, well, I think we should try and steer him towards this. What I think is a cockatrice making sounds over that way. I don't know. So, so yeah, yeah, little, 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 delicious, delicious little cockatrice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, little morsel. Sounds tasty for yeah. Terence. Would you like some? I mean, the footprints do seem they seem quite large. I will say. So, just say. Yeah, interesting. Well, then let's go check it out. You're the you're the Tarasque expert. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Sounds, sounds sounds tasty, doesn't it? Sound tasty, <laughs> tasty, <laughs> yes. Can I, can I like point Terry towards where are we going? That way. Oh, that way. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Mm, it kind of good. And you sit kind of like, he leans into the tree for like one last good huff and goes like. And then like you see his pupils just go. And he starts like. I mean, I say it's more like plat, plat, plat. Like a duck on a lino floor. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of like. You know that sound. Yeah. You knew what I meant. Sorry. (laughs) Can I give this tree a little sniff? Because like. Because it could stuff this tree like. Well, I mean, yeah, several people have said it would be a perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. all have a hug. Is it like you there? Give me an intelligence nature check or a. Com- or a. Was it just intelligence nature? You've already done it. Ooh. Charisma Four. tree check. Four. Eight. <laughs> it's an unusual smell, but it is somehow compelling. So, yeah, you have a good, like. You both all this. Make scented candles. Musky. You want a side hustle. Scented candle side hustle. Hmm. I mean, you are more than welcome to, to scoop up some of the, the scent from this. Okay, tree. I shall. All right, you've got a bottle of uh, of cockatrice musk. Ooh. Could come in handy. Musky. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, yeah, it is a compelling scent. Plan to make a candle out of it, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Oh, I actually feel a bit sick. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, For a bath bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like egg, but never left. Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, activating my Corazon senses and following the Yeah, the absolutely, trail. yeah. Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the Outside Xbox and Docs Venture and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept. And it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store all of the Arcs of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever, but it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right. It's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old Hello Stream stuff, the T-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a Lasagna My Dudes T-shirt, with a pizza firing guns on it. Now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurers Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now. 
So head on over to store.outsideXbox.com, uh, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale, and you too could get yourself some incredible savings. Uh, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Right, back to the podcast. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love Critical Role and movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sasai Star News. I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. So the the, the path in front of you, uh, you see the Tarasque there, um, but the sort of sound narrows, um, so the world goes sort of grayscale, and you're just following this Tarasque, following some sort of scent. And um, sure enough, uh, Terry kind of like pushes through and sort of jumps off a log and lands like plap plap in a little clearing. Um, and beyond that, you can see a sleep, no, not a sleeping cockatrice, a cockatrice kind of like stomping around. Marjorie, you in particular noticed that this cockatrice looks very agitated. Like its comb is standing straight up. A lot of its like kind of vestigial feathers are kind of like bristling. And it's kind of looking around and like it's sniffing the air and it, it just seems in a state of high alert. It is seems it, to notice that something is wrong. Is it just that I'm small or is that a crab bot? <laughs> it's massive. Yeah. It's quite, yeah, it's, it's big. Huh. Yeah. Although you are quite small also. Now I know it looks very, very cute, but they actually only do that when they're in extreme distress. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this, yeah, it is um, a hideous hybrid of lizard, bird, and bat. Sorry, Ooh. cute hybrid of lizard, bird, and bat. Yep. Um, and it seems very upset about something and is about 15 foot high. Wow. Um, okay. you, they're not meant to be that big, but this one certainly is. Um, and it it kind of like, it hears the sort of plap plap of uh, Terry <laughs> jumping into the clearing and it, it, it swivels its head. As Terry kind of swivels his head upwards, oh, this and is then, be sick. like on opposite sides of the clearing, they both go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um. This is gonna rule. Alright, right. gonna be eaten easily. Am I worried about Terrence? Is it like? Yeah. Yeah. I. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. He's quite small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He like, could probably kill a cockatrice when he's big. Yeah. He's going to be the apex predator. Yeah. He's, he's just but, a fickle baby. Yeah, yeah. he's not all. He's like, <laughs> like, you know how sometimes... <laughs> so, you know, like, some of the taverns in Geth, they'll have people on the door <laughs> to make sure that no unsavory types come in or if anyone needs removing from the place that, you know, they, 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 get, they get removed. You know how it's always a bad idea to pick on one of those? Mm. It, basically, Terry is... Is the one who's picking on the bouncer. Terry, Terry, he's not working. <laughs> I think we'll roll for initiative. 
Ooh, not great for Terry. Ooh. Oh, not great for the cockatrice. Ooh. One! Um, <laughs> I've got seven. Oh, it's a, uh, hmm. Uh, 25. There we Yay! go! There it is. Well done. That is a 14. Great. Synthetic 20 for me. Mmm. Um. Okay. Prudence. Okay, so Corazon, you are up first. There is a massive cockatrice charging at a, a tiny Tarasque. Um, they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Heading towards one another. Cool. You better say Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. I do. Yeah, this, this sounds like it's going to rule. All right. So Nature's about nice. to take its course. I make some notes because, you know, I write my penny dreadfuls in my. Yes, absolutely. Time. I think this will be uh, this will be good. Yeah, sure. So, what I'm going to do is sort of take detailed descriptive notes. Feel okay. notes. I'm a. Yeah, sketch. great. <laughs> <laughs> Twin roars. They start. They start charging towards each other, and Corazon just li- licks a quill. <laughs> okay, tremendous. Um, they're gonna eat this up. Maybe yeah. an intelligence nature check, please. Oh, okay. Oh, but this is more just sort of for the quality of your observations. Uh, it's eighteen plus four. All right, cool. Nice. Um, keep this in your back pocket. I'm gonna say that you are making profound. Uh, observations of both Cockatrice and Tarask mm. that, let's just say narratively, you can use to identify some sort of weak spot should it come in handy later. Okay. All right. Doing some of that good old-fashioned book learning. Marjorie, you're up. Um, I was going to look at the uh, oversized Cockatrice, mm-hmm. threatening and going for, I assume, my... Oh, it's going for it, all right. Darling yeah. little Terry, were we? Yep. And it's <laughs> <laughs> going to say... I'm starting to feel rather miffed. Um, and I'm going to go into a miff. <laughs> I enter a miff state. A 30-foot code of miff. Um, and I'm also going to say, cliffhangers! At which point, a load of ghost centaurs <laughs> They're all... Very, very posh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just sort of like clumping around with like their like tweed jackets and like different kinds of hats and props and stuff and oh. looking like slightly confused. Wow. <laughs> slightly confused. <laughs> oh my god. They're like um, milling around like they're at a cocktail party. <laughs> yeah. And I am going to uh, canter over and hit the cockatrice on the nose with my riding crop. Wow. It's like something out of... The, the, there's a popular folklore tale in Geth. Um, it's called the, the Time the King Came Back. And it's like that bit where he gets off the boat and he's just got all of his dead mates with him. It's, it's wild. Absolutely wild. But for legal reasons, they're blue. <laughs> and centaurs. Sure, sure. Um, We've please. always been bad at titles in Geth, haven't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they make for good talking points. Um, oh, oh, could you please uh, make me that roll? Roll me that good, good. Right, I'm going to roll good, something. Nice die. I don't usually play barbarian, so I'm not guaranteeing that this is at all correct. Um... No, neither historically am I. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good. Nineteen to hit. Oh, that'll absolutely do it. Is uh, ooh, um, 
14 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and I have bonus action become miffed. <laughs> and my little ghosts. Yeah. My, little, my ghost family. Yep. Um, for this round, I think, has disadvantage on any attack that isn't me. Okay. Uh, due to my ghost family distracting it. Okay. Ghostly uh-huh. ancestors. Um, and if they do go for someone other than me, Terry say, um, that creature has resistance to the damage. Ooh. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just imagining them like <laughs> riding around you in a protective circle yes. to be like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> like in the other bit of that famous story. And, and the, yes, of course, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> probably all seeing each other for the first time in a while. Hugo, how are you? <laughs> how long has it been? Oh, Crispin, it's you. <laughs> awesome. The Goolingdon Club. <laughs> I liked it. It made me think of something unpleasant, but There's I liked it. tons of them. <laughs> well, that was all hell. That yeah. was... <laughs> Prudence, what do? Um, oh, the cockatrice, by the way, like, its head kind of like a snap. Like, it, it swings around and it kind of looks a bit woozy for a second. Can I also just add, no? <laughs> yeah, you can. Prudence. I blast it with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> Lower the sunglasses. <laughs> Steady the latte. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll it. Uh, I, okay. I'm gonna roll twice. Oh. Wait, that is a oh twenty-seven. Oh. Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And a twelve. Okay, uh, one hits, one misses. Okay, cool. Uh, and then let me roll the damage for that. Uh, oh, new dice. <laughs> You're so beautiful and unfamiliar to me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh. Plus charisma, oh man. Would you believe that's a one plus my charisma? Mm-hmm. Five, so six. Okay, that's all right. Um, it kind of like- A it, casual Eldritch Blast. It spreads its wings yeah. and like a cannonball going through a sail. You just poof, just pop a, a like a ragged hole in its mm-hmm. in its wing. Okay. And it goes like, yeah. it's not it's not happy about this. Okay. Um, needless to say. Right, Terry's up. So yeah. Terry- Come on, Terry. Okay. Sweet Terry. Oh, lovely Terry. Okie dokie. So Terry is going to try and bite the cockatrice in the ankle. (laughs) Yes, Terry. That is a hit. Um, Yes, Terry. Now. um, I'm trying to train him not to do that. Yes. So that's three damage, uh, 15 damage, 17 damage to the cockatrice. All right. Terry really, Terry. Uh, he kind of just goes along, and it's like a bear trap. He just goes clomp, and the cockatrice shrieks in pain. Um, and then the 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 moment is somewhat lessened in impact by the fact that Terry is clearly trying to swallow it whole. <laughs> Oh, so it kind of goes like, oh, oh, and now he's just like, classic Terry. Oh, and it's just like, oh, 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 oh. just really trying to Every swallow time. a cockatrice hole. Oh, oh boy. Meryl then. Um, this is a, this is a sordid little tableau. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to change the situation? Okay. For better well, or worse. Um, you lop it off at the knee. Give it give a <laughs> size bit of cockatrice. <laughs> Get that bit down. 
Yeah, I, have, I, I often have to cut up his food for him, yeah. so actually, yes, that would really help. Chunks. Oh, we want to try and not kill this thing because it's endangered. <laughs> it can live without a leg. to be a lot more endangered. <laughs> Just a leg. leg. Um, I'm going to try and cast Entangle mm. on the cockatrice mm. to try and like tie it in place. Don't you care that Terry's going to choke? <laughs> Terry's going to choke to death on this cockatrice. Yeah. You gotta save one. Do you know how to do the Heimlich maneuver on a Tarasque? It's <laughs> not how you think. <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing. Well, if you, you do it traditionally, you get impaled. Yeah. Many, many a Tarasque that walks around with the, the the bones of a long dead Samaritan on their back. <laughs> oh. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah. Just gotta, yeah. You gotta hoof it in the stomach. That's how you do it. Yeah. Ooh. That's what moves are for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does help if you're a sentient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast Entangle okay. on, on like, where the cockatrice sure. is. Sure. Um, a creature in the area when you cast a spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained um, by the plants till the spell ends. So this could entangle ter- Terry as well. Oh. But um, hopefully just it will stop them eating each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably for the Kind of like you're just yeah. holding two cats out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Okey what's your spell save DC, please? Um, it is uh, 15. Uh, oh, it's a fail for Terry. Oh, no. And the cockatrice. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 15? Yeah. Cockatrice is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish I... That was joking. No. What is it? Hmm? What 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 did it actually roll? Fifteen. Oh. Which, as far as I'm aware, being a higher number than fourteen, yeah. is a pass. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically, Terry's now just there. Like the cockatrice, I mean, isn't in a commanding position. The cockatrice has kind of just got like one of its back legs up, mm. and like um, being held in sort of just like a weave of, of, um, of yeah. vines, was it? Yeah, he's sort of like protected. He's like... Oh. Well, Terry's just in there like... Ah, go, 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 he's like wrapped in, you know, those... Um, Don't try and spin this. No, 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 no. Everyone's like, yes, as intended. Just as intended. The baby is defenseless. I'm Terry. you know those, like, when they put rice in, like, leaves and wrap it up and cook it. So people can eat it, yeah. Yeah. I've sort of just done that to no. Delicious. <laughs> I like, like glutinous tarasque parcels. Yeah. Oh, my favourite. Nom, 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 nom. Delightful. You shoot out fragrant banana leaves. <laughs> yeah, sod it. Yeah, You've, yeah. he's wrapped up in banana leaves. It's appropriate, jungly. Yeah, in 30 minutes, he's going to come out of that steamer looking delicious. Tender and flaky. <laughs> well, we do have fun. Well, the cockatrice is going next. So the cockatrice... I'm going to say it's going to try and get its leg free. Um, oh, yeah, Terry does not. still have it trapped. I didn't completely fail, but yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Well, it's... It's, it's still in the Tarasque. It's the Tarasque that's yeah. trapped. <laughs> um, let's see. Everyone's quite far away, aren't they? No one's actually within striking distance. Well, I'm thing. miles off. I yeah. tapped yeah, it. Off. I, oh, you did I, tap I, it. I well, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's your armor class, please? Sorry. I, I appreciate 14. your honesty. 14. Oh, that's an 18. Oh, okie dokie. Um, 
so I'm afraid <laughs> you're going to take seven points of piercing Ooh, damage. Fine. Could you please make me a constitution saving throw? Oh, no, that's Ooh, less. That's less. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Add to decide whether to add inspiration or not. T- tell me first, and I'll. I'll Sixteen. Let... You're fine. Oh, okay. Um, great news. You are not turning to stone. <gasps> oh. Yay! 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 <laughs> Although it would be a pretty badass statue. Yeah, that's true. Noble. Dob. Oh no. Well, okay, you're up. All right. The cockatrice so... is just like it's. It's kind of got its foot st- stuck in the, the mouth of a tarasque, <laughs> and it's just like, <clears throat> just like pecked the centaur. In right. fact, I'm going to say that landed like on your riding helmet. You kind of like, oh. like bonk. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm a great distance away, mm-hmm. and probably more pertinently, a kobold. Yes. So I suppose I'm struggling to think of very helpful things I can do. But I don't have to be a kobold. Am I allowed to use my action mm. to have Corazon hit me into the cockatrice like it's like with a golf club, like it's a driving range. Can I get down in the fetal position like I'm a ball? Hit me into the cockatrice. I've got a good feeling about the numbers. Okay. I'm going to be something more useful by the time I get there. All right. Yeah, base bold is a bonus action. (laughs) So yeah, 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 it's fine. Is it still plus one or is it plus two now? Oh, that's a point. Uh, it's, plus, it's plus two. Okay, yeah. wait, wait. So what does this have to be? Four, five, or six. Yeah, so four. So not be a kobold when I arrive at the cockatrice. Jane gets it. All right. Send it's it, Corazon. It's a four. All right. Hey. You're something else now. Yes. Let's find out <laughs> what. What do you think as you fly through the air? I think, good. This is going well. And, and if it's not going well, it'll be over soon. Yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah. Because I am basically a small morsel yeah. curled up in a ball heading towards the cockatrice's so mouth. So comes a good outcome. Give yeah. me a number between uh, 1 and 130. 60. Okay, that's the page number. <gasps> now give me a number. Yeah, give me a number between 1 and 20. Roll me a d20! Yay. Oh, okay. Five. One, two, three, four, five. You're an immured one now. Ooh. What is that? What? That sounds great. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure it sounds that great. I like the cute little kobolds, personally. Um, let's have a look. Oh, you're a hu- you're a humanoid berserker. You're practically oh. Dob again. Can I use inspiration and roll my d20 again and transform into something else? Yeah, sure. Is that allowed? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. Give me another number between uh, one and 130, because I'm 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 going to say it. That page wasn't wonderful. Okay, a hundred and twelve. Wait, the, yeah, the biggest things will be at the back of the book, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. It's, it's definitely not alphabetical. Uh, yeah, roll me a d20, please. Oh, go on, roll a one. It'd be very funny. Roll! Roll! It's not a one. No. Sorry, it's a four. One, two, three, four. Well, that's just a named character from the Curse of Strahd. <laughs> You're Count Strahd, powerful oh, vampire. Count Strahd. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate. Okay. Is, wait, is Count Strahd summoned from his castle to this jungle? Dob is or now is Count it, uh, Strahd. <laughs> no, Dob is now it's Count a du- Strahd. A duplicate of Count Strahd. Can we have a little f- description of Count Strahd? Yeah, I'm just bringing up uh, Strahd von Zarevich. Uh, <laughs> He's a big sexy vampire. Yeah. This is great. With Brilliant. his mind sharp and his heart 
dark. Strad von Zarevich is a formidable foe. Courage and lives beyond measure have been lost to him. Reread chapter one into the mists to understand his personality and goals. Okay, I mean, great news. You've got 144 hit points now, so you can go wild. Um, While in sunlight, Strad takes 20 radiant damage at the start of his turn. Oh, that's fine. And has disadvantage on attack rolls. Right, so you're going to die in eight turns. That's fine. This is great. Hang on, hang on. This is great. This is very nice. Medium undead, 144 hit points. Oh, yeah, baby. Wow, charisma out the wazoo. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Okay. Okay, right. Oh, yeah. We're back. Sunlight hypersensitivity. Uh, All right. So, in midair, I turn into the dread vampire. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm a vampire now. Yeah. So, what I'd like to do is to uh, bite the cockatrice on its neck. (laughs) This sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I have a hunger. Yeah, go for it. That I must satisfy. Yeah, okay. Good. Bite. Bite. It is technically a, a restrained creature, so well done, Terry. Yes! <laughs> yeah, right. Make me that roll, please. Okay. It's plus nine to hit. Plus, okay. <laughs> Ooh, uh, only a six, so that's um, uh, 15. Ah, still hit. Oh, cool. Great. Uh, so, roll me damage. Is 1d6 plus 4, then plus 3d6 necrotic damage. <laughs> okay, 1d6 plus 4. Right. Uh, that's only a 1, so that's 5. 5, five. Mm-hmm. and then plus, say again, Johnny, sorry. Uh, 3d6 necrotic damage, please. Ooh. 4, 4, 2. 10. 10. 10. Nice. All right. It's a nasty bite. Um, yeah, it really is. Uh, what does it look like? Uh, you're d- you've done a lot of damage to this thing. It is it it's losing this fight, suffice to say, um, but it's not quite dead yet. Well, it looks amazing. Uh, like <laughs> from midair, the Dreadlord Strad sort of appears, mm-hmm. and I descend with my cloak billowing out behind me, <laughs> uh-huh. yes. like this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I take the cockatrice in a sensual embrace, <laughs> and <laughs> like that, just on- onto the side of it. Uh, and then kind of like slide. victim for my ever-growing army of the undead. Yes, and, and slide elegantly down the side of the cockatrice uh, and wipe cockatrice blood. Wow. Damn, grind this all now. It, it raises a, a wing to its forehead and swoons. And uh, you know what? I, I'm taking this out of combat. <laughs> it swoons like, oh. it's like, um, Find me when you turn. <laughs> it, looks, it looks pained, but also... Thrilled, mm-hmm. um, yep. and uh, well, let's let's just see. I destroy the mace, making this permanent. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even seem to notice when there's like a, <laughs> a snapping noise as uh, Terry finally makes it through the uh, the shin bone of the cockatrice, and it's just there going. <laughs> yes, Terry. <laughs> and just has has the. It's, has it's, it's still he's still in the vines, so it's yeah, he's just just the like, legs just disappear. Like a piranha plant from Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah it swallows it whole. Yeah. And you see it go like a and give a little roar, okay. and there's just kind of a couple of toes poking up into the back of his throat because it's very long and he's very small. I should probably Aww. I should probably give Dob another tap because he's gonna die in like sunlight. Just give me into the shade. Yeah, you, you are taking yeah, you take twenty uh radiant damage. Oh, but the good news is all of that damage you did to the um to the cockatrice yes. uh, has been knocked off the uh, hit point maximum of the cockatrice and added to you. 
So it was, <laughs> hang on, I can work this out. <laughs> you gain yeah. 15 hit points. Okay. So you're only down five hit points. Does he have like overcharge on his hit points? (laughs) (laughs) It's infinite HP. (laughs) The more you feed. Uh, Okay, cool. All right. Um, I mean, so you want to say is Strahd von Zarevich? (laughs) Would you? What's Carlos? Would you want to? Uh, okay, right. well, um, I mean, I'm not in running water, or no, I am in sunlight, so I can't polymorph into my mist form. Which is a shame. Or medium wolf, which is um, more of a shame. No, but you can, uh, once a day, summon 3d6 wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty little wolfy snacks for Terry. This is all starting to feel unsustainable. Um, feeling, okay. feeling the power of... Strahd uh, rushing to my mind. I look at all of my companions and best friends and chosen family, and they all look like big walking, talking hamburgers. <laughs> I give Dom another little tap with the. That's a good idea. Uh, roll a d6. You better hope now. this transforms me, or Strahd doesn't like to be touched. Uh, four. All right, yes, no. here's something else. Um, how badly do you want to become Dob again? <laughs> how. Mechanically, what is the pathway back to Dob? Is it random chance through? Because Dob's not even in the book, so no. Does anyone have like, you know, what do you feel about your Mm. identity? Maybe if you wanted to become Dob, thank you for asking. Yeah, Yeah, that's it's it's Uh, a when you wish upon a star kind of thing. Because Seal Gaiman doesn't want to go back to being a person. Oh yeah, Seal Gaiman used to be a museum curator. Yeah, oh yeah, he used to be a dude. I think I suppose Dob's in a in a feeling. I suppose I suppose what I'm feeling in this moment is that like as the Dreadlord Strad von Zarevich, there's like I I feel a sort of emptiness. Creeping in on my soul, and I don't like it. Where is where is the joy? Where is? It's a joy? gift. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. I, <laughs> I I wish to I wish to cast aside the gift that is. Reject the gift. I reject the gift, uh, and yeah, I would dearly like to be my old self again. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say because I, I did a little <laughs> did a little rolling. Um, you kind of. You dip in, you get hit with the maze, and you sort of dip into, like, a Nexus world. And for a set, you can see all the different possibilities of things you could become. Oh. Like, bim, 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 around you like stars. And then two There's points of light from the, the far beyond go whoosh, and show up in front of you. One of them is dub as you as you normally are as a half-orc. You can become your, your true self again. Or if you want, you can be an iron golem for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> I rolled a d100 for the page what? number. I rolled a d20. It was an iron golem. What's an iron golem? Cool. It's a large construct. It's unaligned. Um, <laughs> you've got poison breath and a sword, and you can slam stuff. Multi attack, 210 hit points. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. It's the mightiest of golems. I want to be Dob again. All right. Oh. I swim through the Nexus ether towards my Can, dob form. Do you, wanna, do you, do you have, see like a little montage of like dob laughing with his friends and everyone just being like, dob, we yes. love you just as you are. Yes, and yeah, I, get, I get a vision of what it would be like if I remained Lord Strahd and it's everyone drained. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just that, and you already started to feel this kind of coming in. You saw your friends and you were like, why don't I care for them anymore? Their lives are so brief. <gasps> Like even Meryl, when you're like just a just a mote of dust in the wind. Really. Yeah. Also, I was heavily mocking the vampire accent. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you look at everyone and you're like, wow, their lives are so brief, and that one's a jerk. <laughs> like, that one will live forever, but not anywhere near me if I have anything to do with it. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, I, yeah, I swim away from that feeling. That's fair. Stop. Yes. I climb, I climb back into my body through the mouth. It's oddly sensual. Uh, yeah, you, uh, do, you, you see, uh, one of the most powerful vampires that has ever been or ever will be turn into Dob, the oh. awful bard, oh, with the attendant goodness. smells and food yeah, stains yeah, and, oh and, 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 yeah. Um, Did I drink blood? Uh, I mean, some of it. It was kind of a chunky slurry. You feel incredibly full. Uh. <laughs> Just in, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Out through the mouth, you say? <laughs> I vomit copiously. Yeah, great. Um, for mm, 70 seconds, Dob turns into a fountain of blood. Oh. Just like, yeah. and it's I just, just like, endless. Chunky cockatrice salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let it all out, buddy. It's all right. Salsa. Terry gives a little gallop. Have you let Terry out of the, his banana leaf oh, yeah, prison? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, he, yeah. well, then he gives a little gallop and turns and just like lands oh. under you and it's just like ah, and just oh, just God. consumes a lot of blood all of the ghost ancestors are so disgusted this is exactly the kind of <laughs> weird stuff you all get up to in yeah. your ghost posh sensual <laughs> clubs oh <laughs> oh yeah they just <laughs> yeah they, they wink out of existence yeah. uh, until next time <laughs> they're gone um Right. So this probably not the habitat then. I'm gonna go out on a limb. It's absolutely not trees. safe. I mean, this is a dangerous environment. <laughs> yep. uh, all right. Should we should we try somewhere else? Yeah, I think let's have a wander yeah. before this thing unswoons. <laughs> <laughs> Will it become a vampire cockatrice? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. DM's fiat. To be continued. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Lead, lead on. I, I think literally put a lead on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, like you, you've seen a dog slam on the brakes when it's on a lead. Yeah, it's like it's that. <laughs> so oh. make, me a, make me a strength oh. athletics check, please. <laughs> okay. This is a fifteen. No, that's that's a ten. Yeah, you are not pulling this Tarask forward. It, it's <laughs> it's moved. A couple of inches and made deep furrows in the mm-hmm. ground. Come on, come on! He's trying to get the lead and chew it. Like, yeah, fine, I take it off. I take it off. Yeah. He sort of scampers up to up to Marjorie and it starts weaving through your ankles again, being like, "Kiss a treat." I've tried with the lead. Doesn't like it. Never works. Um. And he kind of, he seems quite happy now. He's sort of just like, he's, he's had a nice meal of cockatrice leg. He's maimed something. He's going to sort of... Sort of looking up and sort of trotting alongside you. somewhere lovely. We will, we will. Um, and yeah, sure enough, he seems to be sort of happily bimbling off in our direction. All right. Um, and... After a couple of, uh, couple of minutes, the... Um, the ground sort of starts to change. It's it's less jungly, and you start you sort of start to get uh, the trees are thinning out, and then you're sort of getting just like rocks, and um, sort of it's turning into grassland, and you're sort of entering into sort of like a hilly 
uh, hilly region, almost like some some downs or something like that. Um, and then there's sort of like it's further off; it turns into into mountains and things. Um, he seems quite happy about it, really. He's sort of he doesn't really have ears to perk up. He doesn't have a tail to wag, but he's definitely like oh, he seems to be taking to this a bit a bit better. So um, okay, uh, you're not entirely sure whether it's it's coincidental or whether this is part of the reason he's enjoying himself, but. Um, as you sort of start to proceed, you do see um, a pile of bones that's definitely been arranged, like, to the point where it's kind of like you've got a lattice of kind of femurs building almost like a... It looks almost like a wicker basket. Oh. And then you've just got, like, a bunch of skulls. And then, like, uh, there's one of them with, like, you know, sort of, like, wire uh, through the eyes and stuff. And it's holding on, on top of that, like, a... Uh, the antlers from a deer. Oh. Uh, it's just quite a weird, uh, spooky, scary totem. And Terry seems to like it. Like he's sort of sniffing it and then sort of like headbutts it gently, oh. like a like a cat. Oh. Okay. Oh, you ever see anything like this before? Well, uh, I don't know if you know Lord Geoffrey uh, Blomblops, but he, he used to have a lot of uh, skull decorations on his on his walls. This is sort of a little bit like the kind of thing. No taste. Hmm. No of taste. The Blomblops. Of the Berkshire Blomblops. The, the those yeah. ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. Yes, um, your, your your father is actually a, a friend of his. They play golf, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which in guess, of course, is a uh, blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get little balls of blood. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, a bit tacky, if you ask me. But mm. um... especially after eighteen holes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that Jeffrey would be here. So yeah. I, well, Terry seems to, seems to like it. Yes. Accounting yes. for taste, but... Yeah. Ah! Seems to want to sort of lead on. Yeah, we'll follow, follow. Okay, Yeah, he sort of uh, continues to um, to sort of trot up the hill, and he's sort of like now sort of wending and sniffing uh, around the floor. Um, and you, you do see sort of like some other uh, grisly things around. Um, there's sort of... Uh, like there's a tree that's just... Fast- Tuned with bones, oh. like absolute, like it's. Okay. It looks like a willow tree. That's the density of the bones that are kind of strung nice. up, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, hmm. uh, there is a wooden sign on which, um, in like some hideous letters, the word "boo" has been written. Oh, it's I don't cool. think a dinosaur did this. <laughs> Do you think this? Is, I mean, this is all Hammerdahl's land, right? Do you mm. think Hammerdahl did this? I think we have to consider that. Yes, he did. Hammy has better taste than this. It doesn't write boo on sides. It does seem a bit, bit out of character. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No. Uh, can I inspect the ground around me? Absolutely you can. You could do me, well, it would be a uh, wisdom perception check or a well, more intelligence investigation or intelligence nature, whichever you prefer. Oh, let's do intelligence nature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Um, okay, so that would be... Oh, no. Six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, well, you've had a good look around, and you've identified the, um, the, the sort of green protrusions coming from the ground, mm. and you're reasonably sure it's grass. I see. Okay. I Any keep, findings I, up? Well, I keep them to myself because I can't be sure. Can <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have a look around? Because I'm like, oh, Dub seems to have found something. <laughs> <laughs> An intelligence nature check, please. Just poking the grass. 
Okay. Dove, if you think this could be grass, that could be huge. <laughs> 19. <laughs> 19, lolly. All righty. We'll soon we'll get confirmation from where <laughs> So, um, you have noticed, uh, you notice quite a lot of different game trails. Um, uh, and you notice a, a curious thing, like there's lots of like, um, there's tracks of like, you know, rabbit and, and deer and all that kind of stuff. But um, ordinarily, especially at this time, if you're in Geth, you'd expect to see um, the tracks of like old and young um, creatures. But uh, curiously here, the only tracks you see are adult. Um, there are there are positively no young creatures seem to be frequenting this area. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a retirement community. Dob, good spot. There's no there's no young prince here. Is, is that what you're... You, you look deep in thought. Yes. Yeah, so are yes. you. Yes, yes. what were you now? saying about some sort of young prince? Yes, I've also found him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> this is his court, yeah. you say. <laughs> we are in the court of the young prince. Okay. Feel, damn it. I, bow, I bow deeply. Go on now. See, no see all these footprints here. Uh huh. Right. Mm. None of them are baby bunnies or baby deer. Mm. Okay. Which you'd normally expect to find around this time. Okay. It's me especially. I, right. I really look like just the grown-ups. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. just the grown-ups here. So. So what could that mean? <sighs> no one's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It must be a decree from the young prince. Yes. No one do it anymore. Only I may do it. Um, Terry, for his part, uh, this you know this 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 pause in your journey while you're just looking at the ground and reading tracks is getting very frustrated. There is a discarded helmet from a warrior uh, on the floor, and he just kicks it and screams. Oh. Are the bones, are the bones human? Do, do they look human or humanoid? Ooh, that's a good question. Or yeah, there are there are quite a, a few. There are humanoid bones. Okay, uh, possibly from former staff members. You're not entirely sure. Okay. Uh, but there are also other bones of like of, of like animals and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah, let's say it was a skull. He he kicks. I sure wish we had an iron golem with us. <laughs> <laughs> but Terry's like <laughs> and clearly okay. wants to keep going. He's just I, like stomping. Terry, lead the way. Okay. Okay. I did think of Terry to be one of those like. Sent pointers. Uh-huh. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yes. That way. Blunt to ask. Which way? Which way? Right. He starts. Which way? Like, you want to oh, do okay. that? Don't get out okay. of my okay. there. Just, just go, right? Yeah, he's, no he's, elegance, he's hustling now. Like he's really, he's leading you, and you, um, you realise fairly soon he's following some sort of like footpath that's been worn in the grass mm. by the coming and going of, of something or some things, mm. um, and starts to lead you. Basically, you round a corner, kind of going slightly uphill, and you sort of emerge onto sort of a, a plateau on this sort of like moorland um, and um, it it, I mean it it could be it looks like it could have snowed overnight because the ground in front of you is just white oh. with bone uh, oh. which kind of leads off <laughs> down a small hill and then the kind of you've got, you've got a big spread of bones and then the spread kind of like in the distance narrows to form sort of a point and a path and then there is a little cave oh okay can i look at the bones and check the sizing of them mm-hmm. um I'm guessing intelligence nature. Yeah, do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, 17 plus 5 plus 3. Yeah. Um, 25. Oh, predominantly bones from a little baby. Yeah. It's um, a lot of young things. Okay, so I think we know why there's no baby footprints over there. 
because all the baby. Mm. I would like to walk around here. on the baby bones. It's a really <laughs> satisfying crunch sound. So good. Because they're kind of delicate. Yeah. yeah, they're the crispiest. Crunch, crunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crunch, it's really good. Crunch. I make a bone angel. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. If I, you like. There are so many vertebrae. If you wanted to make a necklace or whatever, like oh, like a daisy absolutely. chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Marilyn. Carry on. For uh... sale, baby bones. Never used. <laughs> <laughs> I write in my, in my notebook. Yeah, I like this new sort of like prosaic, artful Corazon. It's really nice. <laughs> so much journaling. Just appreciate the beauty and everything, even a pile of baby bones. Has this bone lay? <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I wandered lonely, all alone, on a field of broken bones. Terry, for his part, has just continued to absolutely book it. Oh. No! Stop this! This is like, real bad vibes. It's it's calling all the baby animals here and it's got... He's a baby animal! Terry! He is baby Terry. animal. He's going to get turned into baby bones. <laughs> Gallop laughter, Terry! Heal! Heal! <laughs> no, we're he's not just like, He's hooling. Well, make me a uh, strength athletics check, please. It's going to the baby. Oh, oh, that's a 20. Oh. 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 I think I'm quite strong. That's a 24. That's a 26. Is it 26? Yeah. Oh, you have beaten me then. Ah. Yes. Strong centaur. He has reached like the bottom of the sort of like dip and is now on the now narrowing path towards the cave mouth. It's like um, and you, how do you, are you scruffing him? Are you? He's quite low down and I'm quite high. You are. I must say, like, bending is not the centaur standpoint. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> leash, leash. Yeah, I'm, not quite, I'm not quite sure how to get down Well, no, there. I mean, you must have, you must have scooped him up somehow when you originally procured him. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. I imagine, knee slide. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going, slide. To, uh, I'm going to knee slide. Yes. That is rad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. God, you're damn right. Yeah. Flying V materializes. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. And you, you scoop up Terry's. They're just like, I'm very unhappy. And um, you hear ahead of you um, just a voice saying, Oh, heavens. Um, and you look up and there is just like an elderly lady standing in front of the cave like oh, oh my oh uh, uh, hello yeah <clears throat> lovely to meet you why is all these baby bones here why are all the babies coming here what Marowen said yeah why are all these baby bones There's- what? Baby weirdo. Come closer, dear. Oh, yeah, uh, my vision's true. not so good. I Let's cast all our spells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, I reached elf adulthood in a previous adventure, so what? you can't, you right, can't control me. <laughs> what? An elf? Is it? I can't see terribly well. I I can just about make out... Hello. No, no, no. Yes. Uh, um, just, okay. What is that thing? No, no. What is I'm that gonna, like, thing? Hold Terry. Old is what it is. On one side. Very old. Go so to, old. Go to handshake. This is old. On the other side. This is old Terry. <laughs> like brittle, oh, brittle, no. brittle, brittle lady. Brittle old lady. Old Terry. <laughs> brittle old lady. What is it? It. Uh, it's it's an adult. Licking mouth, like it's gonna eat. She's gonna eat him. It's an adult. Teapot Tarasque. Yeah. They only grow to this size because they're teapot size. Well, heavens. It's, it's charming. It's um, and it, Terry's like, <laughs> trying to get at the lady. 
Hey, lady, I think we're going to give you approximately 10 seconds to explain the presence of this enormous amount of baby bones, <laughs> and then we're probably going to try and attack Fire and kill you. Fire, yeah. What's that, dear? Baby bone? 10, 9, well, hold on a moment. 8, I suppose. <laughs> Um, um, well, this is all rather sudden. Could we not what? talk about this? I can't shut While she's confused, can I try and sneak around back of her and get in the cave and look at it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, make me uh, wisdom perception check, please, Coruscant. No, intelligence investigation, actually. Uh, it's a dirty 20. Ooh, lovely. Um... It appears to be uh, the home of just like uh, uh, this a hermit's cave. Really, mm. there's um, there's a, a cooking fire with sort of a pot of stew bubbling away, and Can I don't, uh, there's don't sort of divulge the contents of the stew. Can some, I divine it? From yeah, its scent uh, from its scent. Yeah, some sort of pork, maybe. Mm. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Long pork. Yeah, there's sort of a, a stew pot bubbling away. There's sort of a bookcase with a few like odds and ends, and like you know, there's bric-a-brac and like jars of of um, of, uh, um, of like herbs and stuff like that. There's a bed which is approximately eight foot long and about six foot wide. That's an enormous bed for an old lady. Mm-hmm. Are any of the books called like How to Kill All Babies or anything? No. No. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, she's got some sort of meat stew. She's got an enormous bed. That's all. That's all we got. Are you telling us this? Yeah, I've, I've popped back out. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, and outside, you just cast shatter. Yes. Oh, um, stop! Remind yeah. me, is it, uh, it is it a saving throw that I have to make, or is it? A... Uh, it is. Well, folks, seems like a pretty normal old lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't want to tell you. No um, way. Good no thing we didn't way. cast shatter on her. My gut's never wrong. Mm. Um, okay. It's a uh, constitution saving throw. Yes, yes, sorry. Constitution saving wow. throw. All she wanted to do was build a mountain of baby bones. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. Look, I gave her 10 seconds. 15. She has whiffed it. Um, Good. Not by much. Roll a 14. Um, so she's taken some damage, I assume. Yeah, full send. Full spell slot, I think. Uh... Uh, uh-huh. 17. 17 points of damage. Okay. Uh, that is fine. Well, it depends. Fine. It's, it depends who you're um, who you're talking to, really. Um, where, where exactly... Uh, why am I asking this question? Where have you cast Shatter? Are you, like, trying to hit her in the stomach? Or, like, where are you Where are you brutalising the old this lady? This old lady. What are you shattering? Centre mass, I think, I probably would have ended. <laughs> she had ten whole seconds. It's a mountain of baby bones. <laughs> Minding her own business. Maybe someone crone. else put them out there in the middle of the night. Centre yeah. mass is my answer, Johnny. Okay. Um, you, the, she gives a wheeze like an old set of bellows, just like a. <laughs> and you, she goes, <laughs> as her voice kind of deepens, she suddenly just like goes and grows um, into uh, about like. Mm, like an eight foot tall, probably, uh, like sort of blue gray skinned. Um, uh, I don't want to use the word hag, but hag um, with kind of like 
branches and like uh, skulls kind of like coming off of her and like uh, she's got sort of long grasping hands and uh, like she's absolutely like jacked and she's thinking oh why did you do that? <laughs> I gesture broadly to the baby bones. There is an awkward pause. Hey. And I think we'll pick it up next week. Hey. <laughs> All right. have it folks it's broadly the baby bones yeah i think that's fair i'm i'm team dob on this one to be honest yeah i think it was your absence on the team yeah that, the, mor- um, the moral compass that is expert. the moral compass <laughs> one's like you but that's that's for next time that's mm. for next week on the oxventure D podcast where there'll be a lot more hag action mm. um, and moral quandary for some reason <laughs> but this week's episode uh, yes. was much more marjorie focused and yeah. tarask focused if yes you like. terry Terence, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um I thoroughly recommend if you're not looking at a picture of a Tarasque right now, All right, let's have a look at D&D one. Beyond or wherever else you might like to look at Tarasque pictures and uh, get a picture of a, a Tarasque. Oh, yeah, wow. They're... A little bit dinosaur-like in their way. Yeah, a little dragony, a little dinosaur-y. spiky little dragon Pinty. dinosaur. Yeah, but imagine that, but 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 small. Yeah, teeny-weeny. A small version, yeah, like a bonsai, a bonsai Tarasque. They're so spiky. Mm. Such big spikes. Yeah. Not very cuddleable, I would say. Not very cra- no, cradleable. Well, well, no, perhaps not. What did you make of this week's episode, Mike, as a viewer rather than a player? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, I thought Sharmini was brilliant. I really like Marjorie as a character. I'm sad that I didn't get to play alongside uh, her character. Yeah, no, um, Egbert, Egbert uh, interaction with Marjorie. Also, I as an observation... Uh, the mace got a lot more use than it probably has ever. Um, yeah, we got to play with your toy. I know, yeah. It got a lot more action. I'm very careful with that mace because yeah. Johnny Johnny did say at one point yes. that um, I was inviting bad things to happen the more I used it because it's a bit oh. it's a bit game breaking. Um, it is, so you uh, have to be responsible. So you have to be responsible with it. With it. And you can't just. I remember Johnny's yeah, thing was every enemy with it. Yeah, you know there might be some sort of curse or some sort of. Oh. Bad, bad thing that might we happen. We didn't know that. No, so exactly. So, it could know. have gone horribly wrong. Instead, it went horribly right. Yeah. I I mean, I'm absolutely very happy with the way it went. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely lost it at um, Luke's co- kobold voice. was brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very, very good. Iconic kobold um, voice. Yeah. Hearing him like, very patiently try to explain a plan, but in a, <laughs> an extremely high-pitched Helium-y sort of uh, can't voice. be the classics, and the classics is doing a funny voice. Yep. Yeah, indeed. Um, I lost it on um, Count Count Strad. Yes, the idea it's basically that like, like one of your crew turns into Dracula yeah. and you in midair, go to roll not with even it. Yeah. not even standing on the ground, but in midair. Uh, um, yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, it was very very cool. Um, mm. Although there were many, being being a vampire in D anD D does sound a bit of a pain in terms of taking radiant damage in the sun and all that stuff, like. He does have 144 hit points, though, which probably comes mm. in pretty handy. Um, Meanwhile, all this time, um, did you did you sort of privately role play what's happening to Egbert amidst, amidst uh, this? I my in, in my head, he's yeah. um, he was kidnapped by the pterodactyl thing because the pterodactyl thought he was one of the babies. 
right? Yeah. Well, um, he's sort of lizardy, and lizards yeah. and, you know, dinosaurs are from birds and dragonborns are sort of dinosaur yeah. aren't they? So I imagine as this is as this is happening, he's up on like a hill in a hilltop nest yeah. with some baby pterodactyls and he's having like food regurgitated into his mouth mm. by a mummy pterodactyl. Delicious. And That's, he's into it. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, don't turn your nose up at a free meal. So <laughs> even if it has been hocked up by a <laughs> by a pterodactyl. Privately roleplay is what I call daydreaming. I yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Probably roleplay is one player one player role playing is just, it's just zoning out and daydreaming. I did a lot of it in school I when I was a kid. Endorse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Aww. Um yeah, so I think that's what Egbert's up to, to be honest. Like and he's um I think he rolls with pretty much anything, so he's probably like, Oh well, you know, like this situation will resolve itself. <laughs> I guess this is my eventually. life now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was a nice five year run with those yeah, idiots. I had a good run with the adventuring crew and now I'm gonna be a baby but pterodactyl. Now I'm, now I'm gonna be a pterodactyl for the for, this is a new season of my I, existence. I can yeah. imagine him getting really into it and getting to the day when the the, the baby pterodactyls finally fly the nest the and just like and just yeah. yeah just nose diving out of the nest oh failing to fledge on the ground yeah oh um, yeah it's cute so, yeah it's i think that's cute. what egbert was up to while while okay. you folks were having fun with with yeah. centaurs yeah 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 well it's may now unbelievably this is the month that we're going to mcm comic con in london that's mm. taking place towards the end of the month Correct. On the, I want to say, 26th and 27th, yes, of May. That's the Friday and Saturday of mm. MCM Comic Con London. If you can be there or you'd like to be there or you, um, uh, MCM London is accessible to you, then, uh, hey, think about it. We'll be playing Oxventure D&D live mm. on the Friday afternoon. Yes, we certainly will. Late afternoon, early evening. Uh, no extra ticket required, just yep, your just MCM pass. And then on the Saturday, we'll be doing a signing and a Q&A panel. You'll be able to buy the Oxventure figurines. Yes, and have them signed, have them scrawled upon. Yeah. I, either on the box or presumably presumably on the base of the figurine. If people oh, want, yeah. So. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, which, whichever you want. I'm so ready to sign something with a metallic mm. Sharpie. I haven't signed anything with a metallic Sharpie in such a long time. And yep. That's a lot of fun. So check out those tickets at, uh, I'll put the link in the description of this podcast. Yeah. Um, We'd love to see you there. It's been a while since we did it. Well, we did a live show in Boston. Jane, you weren't there for that one. So it's been a while since we've been together as a crew. Yeah, I've done a live show this year. And just to reiterate, it is incredibly somehow May. Yep. Right now. It'll be June before you know it. No. (laughs) Come back time. (laughs) Come back time. I take it all back. All is forgiven. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's been a a wild few months. So um, I'd love to see you there if you can make it, if you've got... If you've got MCM tickets already, we'll see you there. Yeah, if you haven't, there are still single day tickets for both Friday and Saturday available as we record this. So go and check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. A proper two day show. Sometimes we only go to a show for like one day. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it's a kind of, yeah, yeah flying Sat- visit. Saturday should be quite relaxed, shouldn't it really? Like it's a signing and a QA. and a I mean, in some ways, in other ways, Saturday is the most intense day of an MCM. Certainly in terms it? of the number of people so, there. So Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah. Um, we won't be performing. We'll be signing and, and answering questions, answering yep. cues at the Q&A. Yeah. Bring your cues. We'll try and, yeah, a, we'll try and A them. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what else? We've got Deadlands coming up, right? That is now announced. Oh, oh yeah, that's out. That's broken cover. News yeah, it's out in the wild. Is out. 
Yeah, so if you watched um, last week's finale of the Ox Venture mm. uh, extinction season, or even if you didn't, maybe if you follow us on socials, on Twitter or Instagram or what have you, you may already have heard that the next season, the mm. next game we're playing uh, as Ox Venture, the next Ox Venture presents is Deadlands. So we'll be playing Deadlands, which is a fabulous Weird West. That's like a supernatural um, Old West cowboy yep. vibes uh, tabletop role-playing game. And Andy will be our marshal, which is our GM. Yes. So, um, I'm very excited to play a game uh, GM'd by Andy. Yeah. For the first fun. time ever, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, we've, we've, we've not had Andy as an Oxventure GM before, so... And it's yeah, very much in his wheelhouse, let's say. Mm. Oh, it's all Andy's wheelhouse. Yeah, it's, it's goth cowboys. Cow- goth it- cowboys and, and supernatural <laughs> monsters. So, If Deadlands didn't exist, Andy would have had to have invented uh, exactly, it. Just to, exactly. Just a marshal for it. So, so he's so, been busy buying costumes. He's so prepared. That's the main the, the main part of his preparation is buying I know. costumes. No, that's not true. I, I think know. I think he's a lot of work into writing and preparing and studying and, yeah. you know. Getting but himself ready. We've been finalizing I've, our characters. We've been yeah. There's some yeah. artwork being artworked. Yeah, I um I've ordered a some bits, but uh, I need I to, to get piece my together a get costume. My bits ordered because we're going to be shooting yeah. at the end of the month, aren't we? So we are. We are. Um, I've made a real rod for my. Well, I think we collectively have made a rod for our own backs in that you know costumed. You don't have to have a costume to play no. a TTRPG. It's theatre of the mind. You don't need. We're not larping. Yeah. And yet, and yeah. yet, somehow, just because we're playing a new game with new characters, I I now have to start thinking about you know <laughs> buying vintage bits yes. of clothing off of off yes. of um, eBay and vintage. And yeah, same. And I'm going to need to like do that, some shopping so. this weekend. I think. So yeah, that's, I I'm not complaining though. Really, it's it's, no, it's a nice it's excuse be fun. to bit of dress up. Yeah, exactly. To dress up, professionally dress up. So, yeah, maybe some new dice. Yeah. We need some 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 new dice. And a whole the, new uh, rule set job. for me to not understand. No, Mike, you got to learn this one. you got to learn this one or Andy's going to be so mad. <laughs> you will be mad, yeah. You will be, be so mad. Um, I think with Deadlands, you can probably make it easier or harder for yourself with your choice of... Right. How do I make class. it easier for myself? Well, I, you have chosen your class and I think you've probably mm. made a good decision there. Yes. You know, so... Some are more kind of rulesy and involved than others to be vague about it. So mm, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting, weird mechanics, isn't there? In there that I once all, played. All will be revealed, obviously. I but. once played, and this isn't my character for Oxventure Presents Deadlands, so it won't be a spoiler. But I once played in Deadlands um, a nun mm. who was a a blessed. Right. which is a sort of a class, like a kind of a supernatural class in the sense that you can pray for stuff and stuff may or may not happen according to your role, you know, mm. how prayer goes. And um, But I took, um, I guess, was it an edge or I suppose it must, must have been, or, um, mm. or a- I, I, t- I took a, a character trait that was like pacifist, Right. Where you could only do violence in the, you know, like to, to kind of protect yourself or protect someone mm. um, on your side, but you couldn't act, you know, you, you, violence was or had to be, had to be a last resort as, mm. you know, as a kind of fundamental central role play like element. And that was really hard, turns out, really hard. And actually, yeah, sympathies for you and Egbert. Who is sort of a pacifist? Yeah, kind of? he is sort of, but you know, I think he, maybe he, he sort of forgets pacifist. himself every so yeah. often. Um, yeah. yeah, it's tricky. It is really tricky to, and I sort of, you know, about a year or so into Box Venture, I had to sort of like really try and recalibrate. Like, you know, I've actually mm. got to be trying to play this 
as a proper sort of pacifist character. So I think broadly, probably if you look at the um, the kill the kill streak, um, Egbert's is probably lower than anyone else's, but it's still, mm. you know, he still does have to get involved with combat every so often. So. Yeah. Well, you know, the game is, I mean, D&D more so. I, mm. Well, I don't know, Deadlands is... is fairly combat centric also but you know right. the, it, it, there's a reason there are you know substantial rules around fighting and and killing things you know yeah yeah, yeah. and it's as it, opposed it's, to say blades in the dark right which is like actually mm. getting into I, I think just mechanically in that game getting into like fights and stuff is really risky with the kind of the harm system the wounds and all that stuff and and the fact that when you kill someone like it's bad news you know the bell tolls and the yeah the yeah of, yeah spirit wardens or whatever they're called to come and get get you playing a pacifist nun gave me a new appreciation for just how liberating it is to play um like a chaotic evil <laughs> yes. warlock who you know will kill anything for any reason at all at any time mm. so but you know sometimes restrictions are good you know sometimes you know having um Having new rules and limitations is an interesting yeah. like role play exercise yeah as a, so, as a role playing yeah. challenge definitely you know yeah. it's like a that's that's the that's i think i've said before that's the interesting thing with role playing for me is like when you're role playing a character it's like the stuff you would like to be able to do but can't or the party would like to be able to do but it it goes against your what your character would do in that situation as i've said before i quite like being an obstacle to to progression if it makes sense with the character um Mm. so probably be a lot a lot of that in (laughs) deadlands as well um i've definitely got some um some stuff in mind for my character that is going to be a bit of a pain sometimes, you know, like, oh. but then I think we've all got, I think Deadlands kind of encourages that a bit with the kind of traits and edges system. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Cause it's a trade off, isn't it? You have, you have like impediments that, but they're trade off yes. and then you can have edges. That's it. That's it. Right. So yeah. um, you're sort of, you're, you're balancing, aren't you? You're like, it's like uh, there was a, a Game of Thrones video game years ago where right. you, you had like you could build your character rpg style but um you know you had to have something wrong with you as well so you'd be like well you're a, an expert swordsman but you also have gout or something like that <laughs> do you know what i mean so there was always a kind of balancing thing which felt very game of thrones right because it's that sort of like grim and gritty world you know where bad things happen um what did gout do to your stats i don't know decrease your mobility or something or okay. i'm not sure your, your movement speed yeah maybe or something <laughs> like around that. I, I can't remember specifically but i thought it was an interesting take when you, you're used to something like skyrim where you're only ever progressing and, and really you're a blank slate when you start you know with with no sure no foibles really just yeah, like you just don't have a stats. particular hindrance okay yeah. okay all right yeah so look forward to deadlands coming this summer we're just saying summer for yes. now but uh but um, please, More to come. please look forward to that. Yeah, we certainly are. Stay tuned to Oxventure Socials for that. And also, if you're not subscribed to the Oxventure YouTube channel already, why not? Why not? Why not subscribe to that as well? It's a lovely yeah. place. Do it. Even if you prefer to hear us and not see us, and who could blame you, mm. then do us a favour. Go to youtube.com slash Oxventure. Subscribe anyway. You don't yeah. have to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's appreciated if you do, but yeah. Well, some people prefer the refined, you know, the, there are some discriminating people out there who prefer the art of the podcast, Mike. Yeah, the theatre, the true theatre of the mind. Yeah. No and visual distractions busy people who can't sit down in front of a screen and, and watch us for hours. That's true. You know? That's true. There are people listening right now who are at the gym, who yeah. are, you know, Getting doing the grocery pumped. shopping, who are, yeah, who are working, maybe working <laughs> in their office or wherever and uh and yeah podcasts are convenient like that we appreciate right? you wherever you uh yeah we really do 
uh, yeah. content. It is is great to have you here. We yes. super appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's because of you we get to, you know, dress do up this like... kind of thing and play this kind of <laughs> yeah. thing and go to MCM like Comic Con and, and dress up like dragon men sometimes yeah. on the good days. Yeah. All right, so that was the Oxventure D&D podcast. Next week, we'll be listening to Hag, Hag Reflex, Reflex. Which is the haggiest episode of Oxventure mm. uh, so far. And yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. In a wonderful yep. way. That's yeah. true. Um, um, it's very, it's funny and it's, it's weirdly, weirdly the most like conflict that I think we've yeah. ever been most in disagreement as a party. within the party. Again, yeah. missing your moral compass. Egbert's not in next <laughs> is a... it's, It came totally unforeseen. Everyone because... looks to Egbert for spiritual guidance and he wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, wasn't something's there. going on with the dynamic of this party <laughs> in the absence of Egbert. Where <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, but um, mm. yeah, do come back next week to listen because it is, it is quite the thing. Yeah, poor Dob. Poor, poor, poor Dob. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening again, and um, we'll see you next time on the Oxventure D&D podcast. See you then.